0: Yeah, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back again. We back, we back, we back, we back, we back, we back again. Hey, I was gonna say again. What up? What up? What up? What up? Shortened it, mm. Cardi. Uh, this is the I Can't Afford to Quit podcast with your boy Brent Tail, and we got uh, <laughs> the Ooh, second yeah. special special guest, oh, okay. Stephanie mm. Seely, ex-interviewed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Oh man, how how you doing?
1: I'm good, you good? I, yes, you I good. want all good, of the right. podcast listeners to know that that is not my name. Okay, my what name is not <laughs> Stephanie Seeley X? No, it is not. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> that is a name that Brentel has bestowed upon me. <laughs> he calls me Seeley, that is his nickname for me. Um. And the ex, I don't know why he just—it's so fitting. The nerve! We not gonna do this. We not gonna do this. I'm not. Look, I told you, I'm not. I'm not gonna be dramatic this episode. Okay. Okay. But I'm lying.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, right. Uh, <coughs> so, um, I went to see uh, Wonder Woman today.
1: Yeah, whatever.
0: It was fire. Shout mm-hmm. out to DC, man. Shout out to DC. Y'all got y'all one, finally. Finally. Finally? Yeah, finally. Yeah, y'all got one. She saved y'all universe. You know that, right? Stephanie is DC gang for life. I'm Marvel gang.
1: Also, I want you all to know that... (laughs) Brent has decided to rub the movie on my face. He really is doing that right now. So... I'm trying to compose, you know, just a lot of things. Why you got, why, why you got the Dookie voice on right now? Because <laughs> 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 I wanted to go see Wonder Woman. I mean, My bad, man.
0: That's
1: okay. I know you just wanted to, it was like, fuck it. I'm just going to go see it. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it.
0: I get it. <sighs> but anywho, um... Oh, have you? Are we going to talk about new shows that we've watched yes. this week? Yeah,
1: uh, <laughs> gonna let you take the lead
0: on that one. Shout out yeah. to Felicia for <laughs> yeah putting me on to what's her name? Ayana?
1: Aiyana Valdant. Yes, Aiyana fixed my life.
0: Yes. Shout out to Felicia for putting me on to that. And we love you,
1: Felicia, <laughs> so much. <laughs> Trying to chase that episode. <laughs> Is it on Hulu? Is it on YouTube? On Netflix?
0: Hey, I was getting ready to leave, and she she played that joint, and I was there stuck like, how Like two hours? Yep.
2: Two
1: so now. You just sitting there like, <laughs> mouth wide open. Wide so. open. That lets you know it's good. That lets you know it's good. Oh God. Oh uh, yeah, man. Please watch that show. It is such such a good show. It is on the OWN network, because you know Oprah be in that cash mm-hmm. she brings it in. Uh, the, the
0: what is that? We don't even know the title of the episode, but it was good. Yeah, there, there was two, but the the second one we watched where the the, the dad was would run. Yes, that was the best one to, that I seen so far easy yes. Yes. with
1: well, his minister that. ass yeah Yeah. okay so on the episode <laughs> of the show they're, they're this married couple and they've been married for I think about 12-13 years and um they have um asked for the help of Ayana to fix their life to fix you know their family to help their family and he uh is a, an ordained minister. And he snorts cocaine and drinks and has promiscuous sex with women all while he's married to his wife. He has two children. The show was just really, really heartbreaking. Because mm-hmm. his wife, she was so numb.
0: She was numb to everything. And it, 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 like, like I said when I was watching it, she had to be numb in order to survive without flipping out in that environment but you know what I'm saying
1: but she loved him and the only reason did she yes and remember when when she said when Ayana asked her where well, you love him
0: my
1: elbows bro <laughs> I like, hey, she nigga, but anyway shh strike that <laughs> match boy but when she was uh she was plus size and mm-hmm. he loved her mm-hmm. He loved her. I mean, he made her feel wanted. He made her feel desired. He made her feel good. He made her feel loved. Mm-hmm. He made her feel sexy, all while she was big. And I think that's why she held on to him so tight. Because mm-hmm. who else going to love me like this and I'm this size? I mean, she had already had issues prior to being with him, deeply rooted issues.
0: Mm-hmm. And I forgot, was it? The- she was neglected by her mom emotionally,
1: right? Yes, and then her father left. Right. So she had daddy issues, and those are real. Mm-hmm. Those are real. Abandonment issues are really, really real, and a lot of people don't address that. It's, God, this
0: is a great
1: show, man. It really is. <laughs> it really, really is. is like- it really is. Please watch it. It is on the OWN network. Ayana fix My Life. Yes. That's I know so she good. does a lot of celebrities, but she also does, like, other people. And her show is really amazing because she she pinpoints a lot of stuff. She hits home. It's like, you come in there with this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And she gets to talking and saying whatever, and she hits them triggers. Mm-hmm. She hits the triggers, and here come the tears come flowing. You come in there like, no. Nah. I don't
0: want to talk about this. She next thing you know, you telling her your life story. Yeah. She telling you what your life story was. And about and ha- you didn't tell her.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh god, it's such a good show. It really is. Shout out to my sister Felicia because she watches those shows. She's the watcher of the shows. So
0: I couldn't believe it. Like just how good it was. Like
1: she's in a she's a a life coach, I think. If not,
0: is that what is her title? Cause I don't, she got to be a psychiatrist. You know what I mean? Like yeah. cl- clinically a psychiatrist.
1: <clears throat> well, she could just be really good at recognizing that. I think some, it's a group of, it can be a group of people, but you know, you may consider you to be different from somebody until you start talking to them and you realize y'all have more in common mm. than most. And I think all people are like that. And if you're an individual who can point that out, hmm and I think that's what she does. I think right. she knows how to... Read. Yeah, read people. people. She does. Body language, all of that. I think she's... That's her ability to do. That's her gift. And she uses it
0: well. Right. Speaking of body language, like, when dude walked in there... <laughs> like, he was a minister. And, like, he was slumped over on the couch, legs wide open. He was he was wagging his legs. Ooh. And, uh, that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. We should record. Wagging his legs. And he was, he was super aggressive when she was starting to dig into what he was saying. Mm -hmm. And she was getting the truth and he didn't like that. And uh, it was, it was great. And everything that the dude was, the dad was doing, she predicted it before it happened because she that knew was he a was a
1: master shit. manipulator. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of men out here who are like that and always make it seem like when they do something wrong, it's
0: your fault.
1: It's your fault mm-hmm. because they know how to manipulate your mind because they they know you. You're so mm-hmm. predictable. Mm-hmm. Like his wife, he knew you know after in the beginning of their marriage when he would do that, she would go out and look for him. And then after a while she just stopped. Mm. She just stopped. And she was so numb. Oh, God. Numb. No emotion. Nothing. No
0: facial expressions. Nothing. She was just like so used to it. It was crazy.
1: And then it trickled down to her kids, as you can see. hmm Oh, God. One daughter turns into the father and the other one turns into the mother. But, mm-hmm. I mean, your kids. I mean, when you have kids, your environment, what you do, your rules, your discipline, they become that. hmm in so many ways, if you around smoking and some, your kids end up like that sometimes because that's just the environment that they're around. Mm-hmm. That's just really. Gosh. It's on the physical level, on an emotional level. That's a really good show. It just touched a lot of points. Yeah. yeah. It touched a lot of points, and even with the girl, um, the one who won the lottery.
0: That. Love will make you do stupid stuff, man.
1: It will be. <laughs> Me and my sister were having a whole debate, and she was like, "I ain't spending no twenty-one million dollars on no nigga." <laughs> and I'm and I'm, you know, I'm going back and forth with like, cause like, uh if her mind
0: is telling her that she's in love with him and she she care about him, she gonna do whatever
1: she can because she got it. But, you know, some women will be like, no, nah, you stupid as hell. But in mm-hmm. her man, she don't think that. I think when you have a made-up man and say, this is what I want to do, it doesn't matter what anybody tells you. When you really love an individual to that intensity,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Either that or she has issues with herself, no self-love. She didn't. <laughs> yeah. she
0: t- they talked about
1: it. Yeah. And that's really big, too. You have to have that.
0: She put all her worth in him. So that's why she would bail him out.
1: But that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. That is dangerous. That is dangerous. You just pour so much into yourself, into an individual. You lose sense of self mm-hmm. because all of you is this person. And what if they wake up one day and say, I don't want to be with you anymore? You lost. You mm-hmm. messed up. Now you like, got to
0: find yourself all over again. And-, and that's...
1: No. It's depressing talking about it. I don't I don't oh, oh god and that happens so much in the black community with women though mm-hmm. it does I don't I mean have you no, do you think that in your opinion do you think that
0: yeah I think yeah cause I'm like playing I'm replaying scenarios and like yeah yeah especially like in the 60s that was big and it kind of
1: trickles down. But I think it's more intense now. I think it's more intense now when... Because self-love, self-worth is not being taught in the home to young African-American women. Mm-hmm. And Then you have the imageries on TV. You have to look like this. You can't wear your head this way. It has to be long and straight. And then those images are also being shown to young men. This is what a woman's supposed to look like. This is what you're supposed to look like. So if I don't look like this girl on the TV then you're not going to like me. Mm-hmm. So what I'm going to do, I'm going to go out and get this long weave or I'm going to go out and look like this or get this or get it' No. You just can't be yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to be somebody who they tell you to be on the TV to even be accepted. And I don't like that. I don't. It has to be taught in the home. It really does. That's so intricate that's so essential for young black girls to have that self love Mm -hmm. because in Chicago you see it too much too much they have it's so many programs that they that they are up and running now like they have girl talks Mm -hmm. I have a friend who does that she goes around the CPS schools the Chicago public schools and talks to you know young girls between the ages of 12 and I think 18 or 17 Mm -hmm. yeah
0: that's See, that's the type of stuff you can't put a price on. The value that it does for the community. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And they need a center for that. They need a center for that. They do. I think every city needs one. For real. Yeah. And every hood, they Mm -hmm. call it. Every hood. Everywhere is more populated with African Americans. Because moving here is a whole different scenery for me. Mm It's, it's so a much, culture. A completely different culture. Mm-hmm. It is. All you guys have is Walmart. Yes. And then there's Walmart. And then there's Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> and that is, you know, I'm used to corner stores. I'm used to gas stations on every corner. I'm used to getting on the train, a man selling loose squares and fruities <laughs> all at the same time. <laughs> I got them socks. <laughs> got them loose squares. So, you know... Coming here and seeing all this country road, all this grass and the deers. mm mm-hmm. See no deers. You see no deers in the hood. <laughs> it ain't even no grass in the hood. Fuck. It's a it's a, a culture shock. It's a, a big change. A really, really big change. For me. Absolutely. Not for my children. No. Not for my kids. Because why
0: why would you say that?
1: Because my kids tend to adjust a little bit more differently because they're young mm-hmm. at this age. I've been born and raised right. in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I grew up off of a certain type of way of life and to switch and to shift completely to that. You know, just like when I was at Walmart and I left my phone at Walmart. Right. <laughs> my sister was like, no, it's going it's to be there. It's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And I called. She was like, yes, you left your phone here. Is that the customer service? Yeah. Had I been in Chicago, hell no. <laughs> I wouldn't have had no phone. I would have not had a phone. Right. You know, my sister, they leave their doors, like their car doors unlocked sometimes. Mm-hmm. You can do that here. Right. You can't do that where I'm from. It's just its just a lot. I'm not going to get into it. Just like when we were talking about in the car way over here. <laughs> I don't want to step on no toes. But I don't give a fuck. Uh, I know, I know, I know.
0: Can That's I go I'm there? Just, I'm just letting you cook. Go can I go, there? I, mean, sure. can I go there? I mean, can I go there? I gotta let you. You know. Okay.
1: What? All right. <laughs> okay. Um,
0: explain the situation and how I made you feel.
1: There is. Um, I want to say this. I want to be very, very clear when I say this. I have no problem. I don't. I don't have a discrepancy. With interracial interracial relationships, I do not, I do not. What I have a problem with is there is there are some women who feel as though they can disrespect black women. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not going to do that with me. Mm-hmm. You're not. There was a situation at my job where there is um, there's this this young um I'm gonna say Caucasian it's just a Caucasian lady. Mm-hmm. And she's liking this this black man. And, you know, she comes up to another black girl when she finds out that the dude who she's liking, he has a black girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't believe he has a black girlfriend. He doesn't look like he has a black, like he dates black women. The fuck? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Because had she had said that to me, it doesn't... It, it, it bothers me just a, a tad bit. Just a tad bit. Mm-hmm. It bothers me a lot. I'm not going to say a tad bit. It right, bothers I was just me a lot.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It bothers me because where I come from, we fuck with our own. Mm-hmm. And coming here and seeing so many black men dating white women is different for me. It's a culture shock for you. It's a big one. Because mm-hmm. I'm used to, you know... I, okay, you gotta
0: you gotta put into preface that Chicago is one of the most segregated cities in the country.
1: But it's on the interracial side, no, like I, the numbers of interracial marriage is really, really big in Chicago. Is it? Yes. I swear how? Where do it I, is.
0: Every time I've been in Chicago, I've never seen white people or
2: police.
1: That's like, because you've been in the hood and it's depending on what where you was at. Where you was at. Mm I guess I I wanna I wanna explain to you all how segregated Chicago is. Chicago has a Chinatown. Chicago has a Greek town. Mm -hmm. Chicago has uh uh what do you call that? A Polish part of the neighbor a Polish part Mm -hmm. of town where, you know, from Damon to Western is where, you know, the Polish people are at. And of course they have the black neighborhoods and you have the Puerto Rican neighborhoods, and Mm -hmm. you have the Mexican neighborhoods, where they call it little village. Where, or Pilsen, where that's where they're at. And in Chicago, it's some places you're not allowed to move. You're not allowed to move there. You're not. You're not. They will not let you move in their neighborhood. And they have every right not to let you move there. Hmm. They do. Or if you do move there, they're going to make it hell for you to stay there as to where you're going to be forced to move. Because they feel as though when black people come, That brings a lot of drama. That brings a lot of noise. That brings a lot of unnecessary things that they don't want. They Mm -hmm. have built their neighborhood to be peaceful, to flourish. And then their neighborhoods, their neighborhoods are economically strong. Because in Greektown, you know, they have an authentic Greek store Mm -hmm. where they they ship some of the food and some of the products straight from Greece to Chicago. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: They don't have that in the black neighborhoods. They don't. Or they have an African neighborhood. As to where yeah, which is so crazy. I know. I fucking know, I know, I know. But, you know, they have African brain shops in Chicago. They have a lot. And they don't fuck with us. They don't fuck with us, black people. Because they are told not to mess with black I don't think it's a black thing, I think it's an American thing. Right. So yeah, it's 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 just a lot coming from there growing up and to see the, the drastic downhill, the change. But Chicago is going a big gentrification stage mm-hmm. on an epic level on, level. on levels that are really, really epic as to where they will literally build something right in the community and hire nothing but other ethnicities right? just to get funded to help black people. They will build it right in our neighborhood and they will make money off of us. And they do that. And it's like that. It is. It really is. They, and they won't hire you. (laughs) Hire you. They will not hire you. It's not any programs where they have what they do have that, but it's so much corruption. It's so much corruption. As soon as somebody gets some money or they get funded for something, Mm -hmm. where's the money? Right. It's, it's fucked up it's fucked up but Chicago is an amazing city I don't want you all to think and I know and this is this is what I've been experiencing being here that as soon as I tell people from Chicago they automatically call me Chi-Town or they say god damn chi mm-hmm.
0: it's like no there's more
1: to it. First off, don't say Chirac because that shit is offensive as hell. It's offensive. Mm-hmm. It's very offensive. Mm-hmm. If you have a conversation with a true Chicagoan who's been born, bred, and fed in Chicago, not living in the outskirts of Chicago, I'm talking about in the hood, either you stay on the south side, either you stay on the west side, either you stay on the east side, in Chicago, Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's offensive to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I Yeah, it's offensive to me because it's not Chirac. And I want people to know that when certain people control the media, they will allow you to believe whatever they want you to believe. Because if you have a, a big tourist city and you want to make money, you're gonna say a lot of shit. Mm. Everything is sacks the hell up in Chicago and make you pay seven cents for every bag that you buy. Well, every bag, like if you go to the grocery store, say here, it's only Kroger here. <laughs> And you have like $200 worth of groceries. You're going to have to pay seven cents for every bag. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You can't park here or the city stickers. If you don't pay that, they fining you. And mm-hmm. each day, they can give you a ticket for not having a city sticker. Because I've had a friend, she have raked up over $10,000 in unpaid parking tickets. God, damn. Yeah. So that's to the city and then you know, you see in the city now where they building it, they have whole, like, big flower gardens literally in the middle of the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. But in their neighborhood. Not in the... No. No. Certain parts of the south side looks like a desert wasteland and it never used to look like that. Mm. And it's so devastating to see that somewhere where you come from, where you've been raised, and it it is it's looking the way it, it looks. It is. And... The, the killing is a result, to me, in my personal opinion, of the music that they listen to, the drugs that they are using, and it's no guidance. It's just no guidance. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's really not. It's no males in the home. It's no mothers in the home. When my son was going to school, some of those kids, lunch was their last meal for the rest of the day. So just imagine going home and you don't have anything. Right. And your mama not there. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So you raising yourself. So when you go out there in the streets, and somebody show you love and acceptance and affection, whether the influence is good or not, you're going to grab that. You're going to grip on that and you ain't going to never let it go. That's why there's so many young males and females out there (laughs)
2: like
1: that. And then they get addicted to them drugs. 16-year-olds strung out on, on crack. It's depressing. Man. It's sad. It's it's really sad. It's really, really sad. And that's that's just not in Chicago. That's in L.A. That's in Detroit. That's in big cities that have a really, really mass quantity of African Americans. And they put us in here, and they don't give us resources. And when they give us resources, they want you to go through hell and high water To even get something good to put back in your neighborhood, Mm -hmm. and the minute you do do that, they want to dig up shit from your past. It's it's a lot. I have a friend right now who is trying to buy up a lot of property on the south side, and they are going through hell right now Mm -hmm. trying to do that.
0: Yep, zoning licenses and all that shit.
1: You can't have this, or you got a record, or. They'll make it more, say, if you're on the south side and you're trying to buy property, the property value is triple what you would pay on the north side in a decent area. Hmm. And I know a lot of people, if you're from Chicago, if anybody is listening, they say, oh, the north side is so expensive. No, it's not. You're paying for the scenery. Hmm. You're not paying to live there. You're paying for the thing. You're paying for those shops. You're paying for those stores. You're paying for, like, if you live on Lakeshore Drive, your rent is going to be about 2000 and up. Hmm. And that's for a condo. <laughs> for a condo. That's for a condo. And that's it's crazy. You're paying to look at the water. Right. Hell no. <laughs> mm. Hell no. And it's, it's, it's so crazy because the South side, a lot of people, what a lot of people don't realize is the South side is a, a gold man because of the property value is extremely low because of the, the violence. Right. And no one wants to live there. It's so, when I was living on the South side on my block, it was my, my apartment, two houses, an abandoned home, a big empty space across the street, up the street, The whole block abandoned. Abandoned homes. (laughs) Abandoned homes. Yeah. It's depressing. It is. Because either people have moved out. It's it's just messed up. Mm -hmm. It's sad. It is. It is. But, I mean, I just, I know a lot of people ask, well, why did you move here Mm -hmm. out of all places? (laughs) I got tired of fighting. I got tired of being in that combat mode every single day. I got tired of, I couldn't allow my kids to go outside after a certain time. Or I couldn't be out here this late. Or, you know, just having a fun time turned into something bad. Mm -hmm. Just like recently on the news, the kindergarten graduation turned deadly because one of the parents got upset and they started firing and shot a parent. I don't know if they died or not because I haven't read the updates, Mm -hmm. but a kindergarten graduation. They so people are just so angry. Mm-hmm. Man. Poverty, shit. Poverty breeds violence. Always. And it's it's depressing. It is. To think about. It is. But um yeah. I didn't mean to get off the subject. It's but fine. That just it's made... Fine. oh God. Just to think of yeah. Yeah, it is. And I moved here because I have children, and I don't want my children to experience that, to be influenced by that atmosphere. hmm And living in that they can't play, or they be influenced by this, or they seeing people getting shot, or I don't want that. No, I just don't. To see people being stoned out, Hmm. on the trains because my kids have had to say that
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I don't want them I'm talking about they're getting high on the train they're pushing it in their arms and my kids are seeing that hmm. no uh-uh. so you know my kids living here are so funny because when my son my son Michael when he got to school he was like there's so many white people mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Like where are all the black people? <laughs> my teacher's white. All the kids are white. Where are all the black people? <laughs> it was hilarious as hell. Because that's how like my kids I mean, of course you see Hispanics, they have a lot of Hispanics, but
2: mm-hmm.
1: no. It's like everybody.
0: Right. Everybody is black.
1: Yeah. Oh, so, like, where are all the black people? <laughs> where are they? There's definitely going to be
0: culture shock, for sure.
1: And they are, but, I mean, they just, they accept it. They love it here. They really love it here. I mean, I like it here, too. I just miss the, miss the food because... And culture. Y'all don't season nothing here. Y'all <laughs> don't season nothing here. Uh, salt and pepper is not seasoning. <laughs> It is not. <laughs> it is not. I'm going to need you. I'm going to need you to get some seasoning and all, some nature season. I need you to get some paprika. Oh, God. I need you to get some grill mates. <laughs> I need you to get something. Yes, you guys, your food is it's not the best. It's not. It's bland.
0: It's bland for you? Yes. It's okay. very bland.
1: Everything is, everything is very bland. Um. I don't know. It is. And you know it is. <laughs> just go ahead and agree with me. It, I, I'm
0: with you. I'm with you. Go ahead, though. I'm going to let you cook. <laughs> um, it's a lot. It's just. There was something we did. We had a conversation where um, we. Well, you coined the phrase bitter baby mama syndrome. Oh,
1: yes. Yes. And
0: I wanted to talk about that. And what. what I don't know how I want to say it, how I want to frame it, but yeah.
1: For all my female listeners out there. Yes. And, and, and
0: my There's baby, bitter baby father syndrome too. So
1: Yes, there he is. But I'm a baby mama. Okay, bitter so. parent syndrome. Who's
0: going to keep it unisex?
1: <laughs> bitter parent syndrome, parents. No, that's two, not one. It's a nine, not a seven. <laughs> um I I coined that phrase from having a conversation with my friend and she said, Oh god, you got the syndrome and I'm like, What is that? She was like, You got the bit of baby my mama, mama syndrome. Mm-hmm. When you're in a relationship and the relationship ends for some reason and a child is involved, there are certain things that the parents do, mm-hmm. mainly the females. It's depending on who left who. Gotcha. It's depending on how the relationship ended. Mm-hmm. So sometimes the father can be bitter. or Sometimes the mother can be bitter. Or sometimes both can be bitter and hold resentment towards one another. Right. So I'm going to speak from my personal experience. Oh, I shit. am. I'm going to speak from my personal experience. When uh, me and my son's father uh, decided to, well, no, he left me. He left me for um, someone else that he had our, that he had been cheating on me with mm-hmm. for the for our entire relationship, which was eight years. God. Yeah, eight years. We was common law, cause <laughs> seven, seven, seven years was common law. Seven, we was common law. I ironed your draws, nigga. <gasps> I stood in that line. Stop. Just to get Stop. you that modern warfare game, though. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm, I'm over it now. I just want you all to know I'm over it now, but <laughs> me and Bratel got a lot of inside jokes. So, he already... <laughs> that's why he's laughing. That is why he is laughing.
2: <laughs> you caught me off guard.
1: I wasn't ready. <laughs> but... Um, Damn. when that situation happened I was very very bitter
2: mm-hmm.
1: I did not want to let him see his son I used his son as a bargaining chip mm-hmm. I used his son because I was feeling I was hurt mm-hmm. I was angry I was bitter I was hostile all of that so mm-hmm. I wanted him to feel how I felt because I knew he loved his son mm-hmm. and I, I made it about me I didn't make it about my child. I made it about me. Hmm. So I would do. No, you no. I'm doing something this weekend. You can't come get him. <laughs> I'm doing what? something this weekend. You you can't come get him. Oh, well, I want to do this where we have a family. No, nope, no, I can't. I don't. He's not going with you this weekend. Maybe next weekend. So Why I'm playing wild. this and what? Mother- because I'm I'm angry. I'm I'm upset. I, I I feel some type of way about you. Mm-hmm. I do. And you were
0: being immature.
1: Very much so. Okay. Very very much. Okay. so. But I mean,
0: you were being immature.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm trying to clean. I'm trying to allow get you to clean it up to show your growth.
1: Yes, I was you know being, what I'm saying? no, I was. I was being very immature. I have grown from that situation completely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I can I, to laugh about it now. Right.
0: To laugh about it now what?
1: Because I've 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 grown it. I've mm-hmm. grown out of I've I've grown. I've yeah, I've grown out of that. We,
0: okay. It growing out of it. See this is where we can go with it. Okay. Growing out of it. What Did that take you uh, coming to the realization that you you knew what it was, you knew that why you were doing it, you were self-aware of what you were doing, we really and do so. did you heal from the wounds of the relationship?
1: Yes, but that's a process. Okay. That's a process. That is a process because even now, you know, even now, I still, from time to time, I feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. I don't have that anger or resentment anymore because I've let that go.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I've let... Letting go to me and my definition is not letting go of of what happened but letting go of how it made you feel. How Mm -hmm. it makes you feel. Mm -hmm. Letting go of that emotion whenever you think about it or whenever that situation presents itself. Mm -hmm. And I've let that go. Mm -hmm. So... But I was bitter. No, you can't have that... No... No, you can't have that bitch around my son. No, I don't want none of that. No. Uh-uh. Y'all not going to be no family. The fuck? I told him that. yeah. So now you a family? So now y'all a family. Damn it. So now y'all a trio? Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. But with him, it was it was completely different because... He felt as though I don't want no motherfucking man around my son. Mm-hmm. We both was mad, immature. Mm-hmm. We was, and it wasn't. It didn't. It didn't. It, it wasn't good because at the end of the day, my child was being hurt. Right. Because I felt some type of way about his father, and I showed that, and he's saying that because, of course, kids they see more than you think they see. Mm-hmm. They understand more than what you think they absolutely. Understand. They are so aware. that was, no, that wasn't good. And whenever you would ask me, and this was a breaking point for me. This is when I really, really had to get it together. Um, my son was like, I want to call my dad, but I know you, I know that both of y'all hate one another. <gasps> <laughs> oh my God. It made me feel horrible as hell. Wow. Like, Cause every time you guys get on the phone Every time I'm with with my dad, he always talk about how you did this, and you know my son's father is epically petty. Well, I don't know how he is now, but mm-hmm. you know he told you know our child that the reason why he left me was because I cheated on him. Why are you telling a young child that who does mm-hmm. not even understand what cheating is? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he was saying. Remember,
0: just like on the episode where they. Uh... I, Ayana said um, she was involved. The mama was involved in the kids in the relationship and putting them in an inappropriate spot. Yeah, oh, I can't remember what she said. What that does to the children.
1: But that's that's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what I did, and I didn't. And that's damaging to children. There you go. Because that that gives them a perception of. To me, that gives them a perception of. Oh, I can't put my finger on it. I can't
2: hmm.
1: that gives your kids the outlook of am I is this the type of man that I want to be, or especially when you have male children? Hmm. I don't know about girls mm-hmm. but having male children like no that's no, that's not a good thing. it's not, and I had to really, really ship and shape that up. I had to get that together. I did. It was that wasn't good. That wasn't good. So the, the bitter baby mama syndrome is, is Okay. It's very big. Yeah, it's
0: very big. But what are some keys to um not getting yourself falling into bitter baby mama syndrome or bitter baby father
1: syndrome? You you need to communicate with that individual.
0: Up top. There you go. Okay. But you have to.
1: Okay. Communicating meaning understanding that you all got to, somebody got to be the adult. Mm. Somebody has to be the adult. Mm -hmm. Because I mean, at the end of the day, your children are going to resent you for that. Right. Your child or children. If you feel as though that I'm the adult, because you, you can get, and I was like this. I was like this where I thought I was the better parent. Okay. Like, nigga, you don't do nothing. I'm here at these doctor's appointments. If he gets sick, I got to call off work. You not doing any of that. Right. So I am the better parent. In I your, feel, though. Yeah. So I'm the better parent. You not doing nothing. But I, being empathetic and sympathetic was something that I wasn't because me being immature washed all that shit away. Mm. When I'm immature, I'm selfish. So immaturity is selfishness. Mm. So I'm selfish as hell because I don't give a fuck about what he got going on. I don't give a fuck if he's struggling. Mm. It's about me. Right. It's about me and not about my child. Mm. You Ooh, get what I'm saying?
0: Way to bring it back around. <laughs> okay. It's
1: about me. It's uh-huh. about it's about me. I don't know. Nah. My son. Okay. Yeah. Whatever. But it's about me. It's about how I'm feeling. I'm not taking in consideration how my child is feeling i'm not talking to my child and letting my letting my child air out how they're feeling
2: mm-hmm.
1: parents you have to understand that your children are people too they have feelings they have opinions they have a voice and sometimes as a parent you can be that whole dictator and you are supposed to be your children's liberator hmm. you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. and in situations like that, when you have that bitter baby mama or that bitter baby daddy syndrome, you lose sight of that because the immaturity in you is so tight. And then you have an honorary about yourself. Like, I don't give a no fuck about what they got going on.
2: Mm.
1: I got this going on. I can't. I can do this shit without him. No, you can't. No, you can't. Because people have to realize that when you have a child, that child is half of you and that child is half of the father.
2: Mm, okay.
1: So all of the, the, the habits, attributes, the ways, you're going to see that in your kids. <laughs> right. You're going to see that person who you don't like in your kids, whether you want to or not. Mm-hmm. Like my son, like some, a lot of the stuff that he does, a lot of the stuff that both of my children do, mm-hmm. like they did. Exactly like them. And it's like, you just can't escape that. Mm-hmm. And another thing, being with an indiv, not knowing an individual before you have sex with them. Before you decide, yeah, I want to. I I'm having sex, no, and you don't get to know that person, and then now you got a baby bound, and you don't even know who you having a child by. Hmm. It's
2: fucked up. It's
1: fucked up. Right. It's fucked up. It's fucked up. And you you gain some type of resentment. You don't understand this person, so communication y'all haven't established that. Hmm. You don't know, and communication to me is not talking. Okay. It's more than that.
2: Right.
1: It's me and you, mm-hmm. having a conversation. But I'm understanding you. I'm understanding your your language. Right. I wanna understand you, to know you, to know all well. I don't wanna be he don't wanna be bothered. By your look. You mm-hmm. get what I'm saying? Understanding who you're with fully, mentally, spiritually, all of that. That's essential,
2: hmm.
1: and if you ain't got none of that, and you you got a child by this person, yeah. But some people is just assholes though, and that's not gonna never never change. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna never never change. That's not that's not, but that ain't got nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. You try to be cordial. You make the conversation between you and whoever you had a child by keep it dry and simple.
0: Okay, so that's now we're on to the solutions. Solutions. Yes. Is the second part of the solution. You
1: got to grow the fuck up. Okay. Rule number 1, grow the fuck up. Understand that it's not about you. Mhm. It will never be about you. It's about the child. It it is it is not the it is not the This is what my son's grandmother told me cuz she put me in check. She said, it is not the Stephanie show. It is not the Michael show. It's the Moo show. That's my son's nickname. His nickname is Moo mm-hmm. She was like, it's about him. And y'all sitting over here acting crazy as hell. Y'all all up in y'all feelings. And, and your child is getting damaged mm-hmm. emotionally, spiritually. Mm-hmm. They're getting damaged. And then it's just so many symptoms that can come with that. They feel abandoned. And they feel like they can't come and talk to you now. I had to straighten that up. I had to. I had to grow the fuck up for my kids. Somebody mm. had to be the adult. I had to be the real parent
2: mm-hmm.
1: instead of always telling everybody how much of a parent I was. I had to really, really be one mentally. Wow. Because I was all talk and no play. Oh mm. no. And you can't be that. And I, and no. The bitter baby mama syndrome is weird. real, real, very, very real. Mm-hmm. And. That is really, really real. And to me, and my personal opinion, growing up where I was growing up, is real big in the black community. Mm. It's really... Going back to that. Mm. <laughs> it is. It really, really is. It really is getting... You don't get to know anyone. You don't get to know who you're sleeping with. It's that lust. Damn, he look good. Damn, she look good. Falling victim to lust. Yeah. And that lust, and then you end up...
0: I um, said so you fall victim to lust, and then you stuck. You stuck in a situation with a child, with somebody that you don't know. And with you saying that, of course it's gonna cause it's gonna. You're gonna have naturally. You're gonna have communication problems.
1: Yes, and, and that is not a good thing. Mm-mm. It's um,
0: not. Let's see. Basically, okay. We was grow the fuck up. That's one. Yeah. Two in order okay would you say uh the show it's not your show or was that does that fall in grow the fuck up yes Oh, so that's all like that's 1a yes.
1: and yes. b or and try to and try to establish a healthier relationship with who you have a child by. mhm just so your child can see that image of that to understand that my parents i oh, my parents are not together but they love me. It's all about me. Hmm. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Make it about the child and not about you. You have to, you have to do that. That is so, so essential. Mm -hmm. You have to make it about your child or children. Right. You have to lay those personal feelings, those personal beliefs about that person aside because they don't concern you anymore on that level. Right. Like it's a saying, if it don't concern you, don't concern yourself with it. Only if it concerns the child. That's that's the only way, that's the only thing you should be worried about. You should, but there are some men out here who you have that really, really hold the mother of their children in high regard, which are rare gems, mm-hmm. but you have them. It's to the point to understand where if the mother of my child is short on this on her light bill, on her gas bill, or she need gas in her car, they are there financially mm-hmm. for the mother as well as the child, right? Because they understand this is the mother of my child. She's not going anywhere. That she needs to be right mentally to raise my children because we're not together. You get what I'm saying?
0: Right, but that's on the on a. On a financial level, but there's more to it than just on a financial level.
1: But okay, I mean, you, can, you can have, you and, and maintain a, try to have a healthier relationship
2: mm-hmm.
1: as to where you all, because sometimes in some cases you get to know somebody after you don't have a child with them. Right. But in some cases you don't.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And getting to know somebody, you can build a friendship with somebody who you have a child back. Right. And I mean, in some cases, it turns out on the good end. And other cases, it doesn't. Right. Y'all just can't see out of eye for nothing. Mm-hmm. It'll be 30 years down the line. here your child getting married. And <laughs> and you just, you still looking at them like, oh, God, I just want to punch you in the damn face. <laughs> I still don't like your black ass. <laughs> and that's crazy. That's really, really crazy. I, I've never, I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I've I've tried to establish healthier relationships with the fathers my my children, but that does not that's to no avail.
0: Mm-hmm. I I really appreciate you breaking this down. <laughs> oh,
1: what well, you haven't said anything? I, haven't
0: said, I just I was just taking it all in, and I was letting you get your your
1: uh, Ayana on. <laughs> get my Ayana! Y'all. Oh God, shut up, shut up! But I'm serious. I'm mm-hmm. very, very serious. I think if if people have those, if that's taught more, if that's learned more. Because mm-hmm. in certain areas, it's, no. Here, it's so completely different here. Right. I have yet to see that. See? I have yet to see the whole, you know, I don't know, maybe because I haven't been here long. Right. But you can, it's a lot of where, well, being from where I'm from. You see that, cause you'll be on you'll be on the bus riding on the bus, and the girl be like, "Nigga, fuck you." Mm. That's why you don't take care of your motherfucking kids. You ain't shit. You ain't gonna never be shit. And the child is sitting right oh. there. Oh, the my. child is sitting right there. The kids are sitting right there to
0: witness it. Well, okay, like I said, like I said, it's it probably in here. It's more in the home, the actual home. You know, you know what I'm saying. The public, you don't, you won't see it on public transportation, but it does happen it does happen and what what that does when you when you bad talk or bad mouth your your you know your, your your child's parent around them or period what that does is it creates and molds a narrative and perception in your child's mind and they don't even realize it yeah and what happens is they grow up and they have these things and they have this this perception of you According to what they heard this whole time, mm-hmm. right? So if you don't have a relationship with your child and make it to where they they know otherwise than what they're hearing, mm-hmm. they're going to believe yeah. what they have heard. Yeah, I've seen that happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that uh <laughs> bad bad mouthing the ch- uh you know bad mouthing the other parent around the child. That says, what that what that will do, because, what well, my my mother didn't do this, but a lot of family members did. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So, even if you come around as the parent, you know what I'm saying, that isn't the custodial parent, you will come around and you'll be catching looks
2: mm-hmm.
0: from people that aren't even involved in your situation. Mm-hmm. And they'll be looking at you funny because of something that they heard that
1: had nothing to do with you, that uh, didn't apply to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that also makes the child feel as though that that makes them feel...
0: You put a wedge in between the relationship with the, but with the Yeah, with but child. it's
1: a word that I'm trying to say. That also makes the child feel undeserving, make them feel like it's because they like that because I'm here. They hate one another because of me. Hmm. Mm. You get what I'm mm. saying, and then I am the problem. Yeah, I, if I wasn't here, they wouldn't be. Fighting. And that projects self hate. Mm. That projects self hate, and that's deep. That's deep. You already got that in the black community. Yeah, and Definitely. then you got it in the home, and then the top of that, and then your area where you live in poverty stricken, balance. It's, it's so much mm-hmm. for a child. Right, and then you black.
0: Then on top of that, you black. <laughs> oh, it's so heavy.
1: It is. It is. It's, so it's heavy. a heavy subject. But that bitter baby mama, bitter baby daddy syndrome is is real. It's a chronic illness, I think, to some people because they never let it go. Some people never, never let that go. They never let that pain go, that hurt go. Like you said, be, your kids. You'd kid be getting married and you still. You, see, you ain't let that go.
0: I've seen situations where, you know. It's constant it's constant turmoil and the mo- like the mother is just you know bashing the dad or whatever and the kids they agree with it but they still love their father mm-hmm. but they still something in the back of their mind that they kind of still agree with their mother
2: mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying and, no matter
0: and- what you do as a father you can go and fight and and, and 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 do as much as you can for the children but that's always going to be in the back of their mind yeah. You are fighting to prove what they have heard all their life
1: wrong. Yeah, you
0: see what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So,
1: and that's that. That can be a lot for a parent, for your you you a child. I'm sorry, not not for the parent, for the child. It can be a lot for the child, for you to see one thing, to see your your parent do this, or your father do this, and then you go with the mother, and she's telling you, you know your daddy ain't shit. Mm. He don't want to take care of you. But But when you're there, when you're with your father, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's crazy.
0: And now you you get to look and you resent your mother for that. Yeah. So it's. it's,
1: And that's that whole resentment and mm -hmm. something kids never forget. Mm -hmm. And they grow up with that on them, having that resentment. That's fucked up. It's
0: It's heavy. Yeah,
1: it is. It's really, really heavy. It really is. And it's, it's, it's sad. It's really sad. And then that's how children grow up with the lack of communication skills. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to express themselves because it's always been someone telling them what to do. Children need to be liberated. They really do. They need you are you as a parent have to be your children's liberator until they are able to make their own decisions to a certain degree as to where they can liberate themselves on a personal level. Mm. But as a child, like it's a saying, mother is God in the eyes of a child.
2: Mm. So,
1: you get what I'm saying? It's when you're young, that's all you know. Mm. Everything you believe is through the eyes of your mother. Mm. You get what I'm saying? And you believe that's God until Mm -hmm. you realize what that that supreme being is. Mm -hmm. But when you're young... Your mother is this. She's that. She's she's so wonderful. She's so magnificent. And it's it's so crazy because some children who have really, really shitty mothers love the hell out of their mamas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm talking about love her to the END. She on Strong Out on Crack. I mean, of course, you done seen tons of movies like mm-hmm. that. They love their mother, ma- And that's real. That's inspired by real life. That really, really is. And... It's, it's a really, really deep subject. (laughs) It's a deep subject. It's deep only because these are the issues and these are the subjects that people don't talk about. Mm -hmm. They don't want to talk about it because it's too emotional or it's too deep, Mm -hmm. but you need to talk about it because they grow up to be adults. They grow up to be fucked up adults Mm -hmm. and then they get in relationships and they want to repeat the pattern. Yes. And the pattern is repeated, and then yep. you have kids. You're repeating that cycle mm-hmm. continuously through your. It, it's sad. It's sad. It's sad. And you're not a functionable human being
2: mm.
1: because the emotional side of you is either numb
0: or disengaged.
1: Yes, completely. 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 You're emotionally detached mm-hmm. as a human being. You don't feel anything, you don't care. And even if you do care, you have a pessimistic attitude about a lot of things. You don't trust people yeah, because you've been done wrong. And these are real issues that are plaguing the black community. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's sad. It's really sad. And I know being here is, is just completely different because I've seen that
2: mm-hmm.
1: my whole life. And to come here and see everything be so family oriented and we're going for a walk in the park, we're going for a picnic. <laughs> it's different. It's different. It's really different. It is. But this environment is what I've always wanted my kids to live in because that's how we grew up before a lot of stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Like in the, the 80s, early 90s, it was bad balance in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But it was Respect. It was honor amongst them gangsters. Right. Like, the kids get out at 2 o'clock or the kids get out at 3.15. If we got beef, we gonna wait until all of them go in, go inside, or or when something about to drop off or pop off, y'all got to go in the house. Hmm. Go in the house. Go in your neighbor's house. Go in your friend's house. They're about to start shooting. But now, they don't care. They just don't care. And... It's, it's, it's messed up. It really is. It's 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 no guidance. No mm-hmm. guidance. No teaching. None of that in the home. No, no love. Mm. And the lack of that will really, really mess children up. And they grow up to be adults and repeat that cycle.
0: Which in turn messes the community
1: up. Yeah. 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 Here you is. Got a 32-year-old man who got six kids by six different women. In and out of jail. Hmm. He ain't a part of his kids' lives. And then that little girl grows up not being validated by her father. Children have to be validated by their parents. Ain't no way around that. You validate their existence. You have to. You have to. In Shots Fire, when her and her husband was, well, her ex husband was doing the whole court hearing, she said something. She said, When my child looks at me, she needs to be able. To see herself inside of me. Oh, mm-hmm. Lord, man, that touched me so hard. Mm-hmm. That touched me so hard. She needs to be able to see that. You have Your kids have to see that. They have to be able to see themselves inside of you. Because mm-hmm. they are a part of you. And that's spiritual in so many ways. It's very, very spiritual. And I can't explain it because when she said that, they gave me chills all up my back. <laughs> all the way up my back. Mm-hmm. Like all the way. Because that's the connection you are supposed to have for your children and with your children. And that's a lack, that's a lack, that's a big lack. Oh goodness, it is. All
0: right. Okay. Look, <laughs> that's all we gonna give y'all <laughs> for free.
1: Yes, <laughs> I'm free, nigga. I'm free. Twenty nine ninety nine for each tip. Oh man. I'm Ayanna <laughs> I'm her sister. I'm her baby sister. Shit. I'm her baby sister. So, now y'all see
0: why I got Stephanie in the basement with me.
1: I had to grow up, y'all. I just want everybody to know I really, really had to grow up. And a lot of that took me being completely isolated. Hmm. And I want you all to know, if there are questions that you want to answer, that you won't answer and you can't answer it, you have to say to yourself, when, that, when you're alone in your bed mm. and you're laying down and you have questions, ask yourself those questions. Ask it on a repetitive basis. Why do I hate this person? Mm. Why do I dislike this person? Mm. Why? Wow. Wow. Why? Why does it affect to, me so much? To get to that core issue. Yes. The core of the problem. Why do I do that? Mm. You have to do that. Like... Solange and her on her CD when Master P was saying, You know, we rehab ourselves. You get what I'm saying? He Mm. said, In other neighborhoods, in the rich neighborhoods, you got rehabs. They got community centers. In the hood, they ain't got that. Post traumatic stress. Yeah. Yeah, They take care of all of that. Uh huh. Yeah. In the hood, we rehab ourselves. And sometimes some people don't. Some people die in their addiction. And that's messed up. It is. It's sad. It's deep.
0: Yes. High five up top. Yeah. You killed it. Oh, uh, that's all. Like I said, that's all we give it, y'all.
1: For free. twenty nine ninety nine, my nigga. Can't shake um, a money order.
0: We'll be back next week. Um, C-O-D's. I'll talk more. I just had to let her cook. I let her have to let her cook. You know. I said my little piece, but, uh.
1: Yeah, because Brentel don't, no, no, because, you know, he did that. <sighs> whenever he do that job, whenever Brentel do that, he try to compose himself, he trying to compose that cracking. <laughs> Unleashes the cracking, my nigga. Fact, my nigga.
0: I try, man, I try to, I try to, because um, I, shit can go left. Real, real quick. quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> real quick, real quick. And we have to bring him back down. Look, Brentel is just really, really passionate about a lot of things because he Mm -hmm. a black man in America, Mm -hmm. and he have to be. Mm -hmm. He has to be. And he going to always be seen as a threat. It it doesn't even matter if you have a a PhD in quantum physics. Mm -hmm. They will always see you as black.
0: That's something that my dad told me. When you're born as a black man, Mm -hmm. you are born a threat to the establishment and Mm -hmm. infrastructure. And, you know, he's always raised me to take advantage of my threat. Don't let nobody take your threat away from you. Oh, yeah? So. Yeah. That is that. Um, So I'm going to try to keep it it together.
1: (laughs) If he be mad, he'll send me this article. Like, look at this shit. You see that? I'm heated. I'm heated. I don't even want to talk about it. Talk to you in the morning about it. <laughs> I'll talk to you in the morning about it. You know what? <laughs> oh, when he do the, mm, mm. <laughs> when he do that, y'all, that brain gets, what? <laughs> and then he do massive research on these people. He end up find out their birthplace. What size shoe they wore when they was eight years old. Patel is Google, (laughs) y'all. Stop it. Oh, man. Okay, Google. (laughs) (laughs) He be mad. He be heated. That's only because he care. Yeah. If I didn't care, I I, wouldn't.
2: I
0: had a conversation with, um, like, listen. I, in the past two years, I've grown from who I was. Like, so
1: good.
0: like massively. So, and, and like, and like what, what Karen on the black guy's who tips said the thing about being woke up is that you can't go back to sleep.
1: You can't. You can't. You can't. You try to be less awake. up, uh, no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: You're going to be there. You, you're you going to be there. And you're going yes. to want to acknowledge things and you. You just can't ignore shit. Yeah, cause you know about it. You know what I'm saying? You Stay know,
2: woke, mm-hmm. is crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh, we'll be back next week. Y'all you know. Um, hopefully, I don't know. We got to talk to Felicia and see. Yeah. If the boss lady.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: Shout out to Felicia. Shout out to her. We love her so much.
1: We love her so much. Um
0: Yeah, so until next episode. Hey 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 hey. Um.